no, you attacked me from behind after I had finished another map. Yeah, I hit you with a shoot, actually. Yeah, no, I remember. That's what grown men do. No, it's they not. hit other men no. with shoes. God, no, it's not. Okay. Mm. Okay. okay. No, okay. I feel like we just need to move on. Five second break. Hello. Uh, welcome to another episode of Jackson Talks. Everybody would be your host, Jackson Stone. Currently, um, we are at Everybody's Land, which is just my house, but Everybody's Land is a sweet name for it. Um, so if you're ever in Dallas, you know, come over to Everybody. Actually, Plano. Yeah. It's like outside of Dallas. Just go over to Everybody's Land. You know, I actually have a beer pong table set up in my guest bedroom. Accurate. Um, we were the champs. We were the champs until we weren't. Yeah. You know, Ryan, Ryan Remington. Yeah. Um, the independent professional wrestler. Sure. Uh, also, many other things, which we will discuss. Yes. On this show today. I will. And I'm going to crack open this Bud Light though real quick. Bud Light! The unofficial official sponsor of Jackson Talks, everybody. Good. I believe it's your... You know, don't just talk about it, be about it. Nice, nice. I believe we'll get that sponsorship. Me too. Yeah. You just gotta speak it into. <clears throat> so your shirt. Yes. Birds aren't real. Yes. Please explain. Explain. I don't know where it's from. <laughs> I don't know what it means. So I can't remember who. I just know that in the course of our friendship, oh, it's been about two years we've been friends. Yeah. yeah. Over the last about six months. Yep. I've been saying it aggressively. A lot. Yeah. But I like I like your dedication to the cause. <laughs> So I can't I can't remember the name of the guy who who champions the movement now. And I you can't. do, Ryan Remington. <laughs> I'm a strong member of the Birds Aren't Real. You like the vice president? Uh, no, I'm in contact with him right now, trying to trying to work it out, trying yeah. to get some stuff going. Okay. But uh, so basically, what it goes, it's uh, from 1957 to 2001, the U.S. government systematically dismantled 95 percent of the bird population in America. And replace them with surveillance drones to spy on these people. And you full fledged believe this to be a fact. Hundred percent. Yes. You full fledged believe it. Mm-hmm. What are your stances for it? What's your argument for it? So my argument. For, all right. So there's there's a lot of things that go into it. Um, like the, the the normal one that's always like a joke. It's easy, right? Is uh whenever the government was shut down, did you see any birds around? Uh, I don't remember when the government was shut down. Shut down. But did you see any birds? Here? I mean, to, to, to answer your question, no. So, <laughs> so you didn't see any birds? To answer your question, no. No, yeah. But when was the, also, when was the government shut down? Was I alive? Yes. The government shut down two times in the last, like, six years? Good thing I know a lot about <laughs> politics and the government. I thought there was no way that knew less about, about it than me, but I have now met you. The only thing I know is that I've emailed every single person who's in the state government yeah. for Texas about what they should do for mental health reform. Awesome. But other than that, yeah, nothing. don't know anything because cool. personally what I feel about politics is that uh, I'm think I'm trying to change my community, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to think globally. I feel like that's a thing. That's like a saying. Maybe I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to coin that, that phrase, <laughs> you know? Uh, so no, I didn't <laughs> shut down uh, twice. <laughs> Cool, yeah. So 
that was the thing. Um, and uh, so since I don't know that the government shut down, I honestly don't remember if I saw the words then. I mean, I'm assuming I did. No, 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 you didn't. Okay, I did. No, yeah, there's no words. I mean, I don't specifically remember like a nice flowy little bird, bald eagle come my way. Yeah, well, why did it have to specifically be a bald eagle? Because that's like the only bird name that came to my head. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, okay, so answer me, riddle me this then, <laughs> champ. All right. Riddle me this. Why uh-huh. sometimes are there the you know the blackbirds? Yep, I know those are called, but you mean the buzzards that like fly they're like or the crows, the crows, they're like hella in one area at one time, yeah, yeah, like they're all there. No, I really I don't know, like I assume it's the like because it's all drones, like they want to get different angles of everything, maybe. Like, I don't know exactly why it is, but I'll see a lot of like congregate or I'll see like pigeons congregate all in one spot. I'm like, what is going on here? Okay, I just know that I want to get away from that. She's on their drones, yeah. So what happens when someone who is a hunter goes hunting? Yeah. You know, they're shooting for some deer, some cow, whatever, whatever people hunt, don't hunt. They don't hunt cow. Whatever. <laughs> you know, you get it. Uh, you understand what I'm saying? Yep. Maybe you don't. I got it. You understand the path I'm trying to take. Yes, yes, question. yes, yes. Continue. Someone shoots a bird. Mm-hmm. Opens the bird up. Not a drone. Well, here's the thing. So, like, you can't control, uh, so the government can't control whether, like, the birds leave or come into America. They can't control the population, mm. which is why they'll never be down to, never be up to 100% of like all drones in America for the birds because birds from Mexico, birds from Canada, they're all like, they can freely move into America and like do whatever they so want. So you're saying that there actually are birds that are real. Yeah, a very but, small percentage. The majority of them are. Yes, 99 Government owned drones that are spying on us. Yes. To change the course of the, uh, the world. Yes. What's the what's the end goal of the of birds, dude? I I honestly don't know. I think that's what we're trying to figure out now, right? You and your people, you and your birds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're trying to see what it what it's about and why they're why they want to spy on us so heavily. Like, and I think it goes into the whole like you know people talk about the phones and everything, but I think the birds are the first like kind of thing for that. Yeah, because like they could go freely places and nobody would think like, oh, we've seen birds our entire life, but like now it's just sitting there spying on us outside of our house. Are you and your birds are real people? Aren't birds aren't real? Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Man, birds aren't real people. Yep. Are you guys like as serious uh, and as committed to like the flat Earth people? Like, uh, like, are you saying that we believe the level of flat? intensity? Um, well, I would level think. of devotion of passion. I mean, yeah, I would think so. I've got, I've gotten into a few arguments. Um, one of my favorite things I was wearing not this one but another birds aren't real shirt that I got for sure and I I was in the back one of the shows and someone just looks at me reads the shirt and says so this is the hill you're gonna die on that was me no it wasn't you oh I say that a lot it wasn't you it was somebody, it was uh, Isaac Mazur oh okay he's cool yeah. yeah yeah and that was a great conversation and we're going back and forth on all this and you see like everyone in the back just like slowly turn their heads and just listen to the conversation yeah. happening and then uh, at the end of it, he was he was frustrated. He was really mad because he's a birds are real. Country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, his big thing is he was saying there are things that are more important, which I don't know, like how our privacy is less important than other things. But you know, mm-hmm. interesting take on this. Yeah. And uh, at the end of it, I remember it was a uh, Prince Adam or dude Prince Adam. Yeah, big fan. He was like, "Hey, man, uh, I'm kind of starting to believe you on this. So like, I think we got another follower, and it makes so it you made out. a believer out of him. Yeah. I mean, you didn't make a believer out of me. No, no. But, but everybody's different. But I'm a wise man, mm-hmm. and I understand your point of view. And will not make judgment on it. I appreciate while it. you're on my show. Yeah. No, yeah. Once you leave, we'll see. 
Okay, cool, cool. I mean, I don't judge you for anything. Oh, nothing at all, never. No. What, what, when have I ever judged you? I don't know you haven't, but I mean, I feel like I'm pretty morally sound, so. Yeah, well, I feel like I am too. What's, what are you saying, birds aren't real? Is it moral? No, it is. Okay, cool, cool. Your moral compass is good. Yeah, okay, cool. It's okay. spot on. Even though at one time you attacked me from behind in a match or whatever. You attacked me from behind in a match. Mm-hmm. That was you. Oh, no, 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 no. You attacked me from behind after I had finished another match. Yeah, I hit you with a shoot, actually. Yeah, no, I remember. That's what grown men do. No, it's They not. hit other men no. with shoes. God, no, it's not. Okay. No, okay. I feel like we just need to move on. Five second break. <sighs> yeah, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. <clears throat> okay. So, okay. So people know. Yep. That you think birds aren't real. Yes. People know that you're an independent professional wrestler. Yes. What don't they know about you? What don't they know? Um, probably that I actually like. I like to write and I like to act. So you like to write and you like to act? Yes. Specifically, what are you interested in writing? Um, there's a lot. Uh, so I'm really big into superheroes. I have a couple of different like comic book ideas for stuff like that. And then, Just toss them out there. Uh, there's one that I have an idea. There's one that's really big and there's one that's easier to explain. If somebody steals it, I swear I will find you. Yeah, I will hunt you. Listen, I promise uh, my mom, dad, and a few family members that watch this show will yeah. not steal your idea. Also... Um, Jackson's mom, I want to say I'm sorry for not high-fiving you with that one show. I felt really, really bad. But yeah, so the, the idea is, you know how, like, with, there's always, like, the bad guy that's kind of crazy. He's always like, oh, it's the right-hand man, or, like, the henchman. Or yeah, the henchman, yeah. So, but there's always the one who's like, this is my guy. He's kind of in charge of the rest of them. But it's always like, he messes up because the guy's crazy. Yeah. And he's like, mm, okay. And he just kills him, and then he grabs that guy's gun and just tosses it to another dude. He's like, all right, you're next. So, like, I have an idea to write a comic that's just the evolving door of, like, the guy who's constantly next up in line. Like, a henchman in the villain. Yeah, because, like, I don't want to be this guy. Like, I don't want to be the guy who's in charge. Or someone's, like, there's a bunch of ways you can go with it. One's super excited. He's like, dude, I got this. And he screws up and he dies. Yeah. So they're terrified. They so, only the, the, this, the henchman changes. Yeah. The villain stays in the Yeah, villain. I don't even want you to see who the villain is. You just, you see the arm and, like, the shot. And that is harder a little bit. Yeah. Anyways, right, keep going. You see the you see the arm, you see the shot, and then you see him like toss it, and you see what he says, but you never see who the, the main guy is. You see who the hero is. You can, yeah, but um, you think the story arc? Oof, that was yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need more of this candle. Yeah, it over. Uh, so you just see like the character arc of a different henchman. Yeah. Do you go into like detail of like who they were before they became the henchman? Well, see, it depends. Like, I feel like you can have some that run like a couple stories. Like, I like the idea of, like, it always, like, each issue starts the same with, like, the guy getting thrown the gun, and it ends the same with that guy getting shot. But, like, obviously it doesn't have, that can't, like, last for a while in a comic, so it'll probably be a short run. But, like, probably not a lot of, like, backstory, so maybe a little bit, just so, like, oh, God, this is why he's scared, this is why he thinks he can do it. But, uh, yeah, but each different character arc is what, like, their different emotion is that they're feeling of yeah, the yeah. attachment, so that, exactly. is, that explains a lot about them. Yeah, yeah, excited, scared, nervous, all this stuff. Yeah. And like, I have this like my favorite, my big idea that I want to have is that like, I mean, it's probably spoiler, but whatever. <laughs> if it ever gets written, there's no telling. Is that one of them finally like he's terrified, right? Because he knows he messed up, but he gets caught by the hero, so he gets put in prison. Uh-huh. So he's just like so relieved. And the end of that issue is the villain breaking him out of prison just to kill him. Yeah, <laughs> just uh-huh. to kill him. <laughs> 
That one might be like a multiple issue. Like that I like guy, this. That guy got a couple. I like this idea. Let's run with it. Yeah. Do you have a name? I don't I don't have a name now. Like I like the idea of like calling it the revolver. So the gun's a revolver, but it's also the revolving door of oh, the henchman. So it's kinda of got a lot of things to go to it. Okay. Okay. And you just wanna write like comics or are you are you no, no, write no. some other stuff? I've got other ideas. Uh I would like to like write some movies or write some TV shows, so like some scripts. Yeah, scripts. <clears throat> That's cool. You recently did a uh a commercial though, right? Yeah, yeah, I did a uh, Yahoo commercial. Yahoo yeah, yeah, that one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was it? <laughs> it was fun. What's uh, the day like being on set? It was super easy, except, I mean, I had to get there early, which sucked, but <laughs> that's life. But, uh, I mean, it was super... Ryan, not a morning person. Not at all. Um, Currently, it's uh, midnight here, and everybody's late. <laughs> but, um... It's not. It's, it's like 6.15. 6.42. 6.42. Um, but, yeah, like, we get there early, we can't eat breakfast, they get us, like, they do a little bit of makeup for us and they tell us to get into our um, costumes, what they want us to wear. And for this one, it was like they they want us to do like wrestling stuff. So it was, it was like a backyard wrestling shoot. So I got I got to be the guy who beat up this dude for a lot of shots. Yeah. So it was like we waited around for a couple hours and we got out there and they told us what they wanted us to do and everything. It was super fun, super simple. I had like a stunt coordinator out there, which was a really cool dude. He's been doing it for like 15 years. And... Um, yeah, at the end of it, I get a spoiler. A dude jumps off an RV onto me through a table, and it hurt so much. He landed on my head. It was terrible. Oh, really? Yeah, it was awful. Luckily, we only had to do one shot. Who? who, who did you know this man? No, it was a stuntman. It was a stuntman. Yeah, so stuntmen are very different from wrestlers and yeah. how they go about things. Sure. So that's interesting. He was. He, he felt bad. Like it wasn't like he didn't like. He just like ask for you. But yeah, it wasn't fun. Heesh. Everything else was tons of fun though. We had a good day overall. Yeah, a really good day. I got to meet some cool people and you know, are you going to do more stuff like this? Uh, if I can, yes. Uh, I got to try and find, um, get some headshots done, try and find some agents and just start like looking for stuff. I got some friends from when I was younger and thought I just wanted to be an actor before I started wrestling. They were trying to help me out. Okay. Ooh, little Dwayne Rock Johnson in you, huh? Yeah. I'm the guy. I'm going to be that superstar. I'm going to be like John Cena? Yeah. Like Stone Cold and only make bad movies? No, only make good movies. You want to be like John and only make bad movies but still make loads of money? I mean, I'll take that one over the only making bad movies. No, I think John makes good movies. Yeah. I mean, I, I love, love John, so everything he does like lights my heart. Yeah, yeah. Fire, so. Like, I would like to be like more like The Rock. Um, I love The Rock. Uh, he does huge blockbuster movies. And I'm this, because I did theater and all this stuff, I'm this weird, like judgmental guy towards like scripts and actors and like I don't know I feel like I want to do movies that like really really like not they're good like oh like that's because I'm a snob I guess that no, everyone's a call everyone talks about that but not like hipster type not everybody knows the movie not everyone's like oh fuck I'm gonna see it yeah I don't know you do like indie films yeah indie films would be dope and then like doing blockbusters would be cool too but like I would like to if I did like a bigger movie probably like a comedy I love comedy. I'm also thinking about doing like going to some open mics and doing some stand up. So, multiple things going on. A lot of, a lot of uh, ambition. Yeah. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. Uh, and coming on the same wavelength. Yeah. Of, uh, trying to do a lot of things at once, which I think is perfect. Like a lot of uh, a lot of the idea, like I think back in the day, maybe before like the uh, really social media took off, was the idea that you needed to be specialized. Yeah. In like one certain thing. 
And that was a huge thing for like me when I was growing up in terms of like sports. Mm-hmm. It was like, hey, you're going back to like high school, you need to pick one sport so you can focus on it so you can really? so you can be really good and so you can get to maybe get a scholarship. And I was like, I mean, I loved every sport really, but it's thankfully like my parents weren't like super into that. They're like, yo, play whatever you want, do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. I only wanted to play baseball because I was really bad at football and I was really bad at basketball especially after moving from California to Texas, like everyone in seventh and eighth grade was like massive. <laughs> and I was like super little. Yeah. Well, you went to a big school too, right? Yeah. yeah. And so like basketball and football were a thing for me. And then baseball started to really pick up. I mean, I wrestled a little bit in high school, but I was terrible. I mostly just did it for the workouts. Um, but it was always like something that you need to be specialized in. And I feel like there was a lot of that to growing up, like find one skill, find what you're really good at and only do that for the rest of your life. I think it's really important. I think everyone out there has that one unique skill that they're better at than every single person. Yeah. I fully believe that. You want to find that, for sure find that. But then off that, expand your horizon because then you can, because learning new skills and having different obstacles to challenge you is exciting, especially once you've already like mastered some idea or thing that you're really good at you know you can always branch off from there and build um so i think that's i think that's more important now especially with social media like you can learn anything you want yeah like if i want to start knitting tomorrow i can watch a few youtube videos buy the supplies and then start getting after it which i think is really cool i may never become a master i, I, may, never, I may never put like the ten thousand hours in to become that master of knitting mm. but if i like it i'm gonna start doing it yeah you know um, so I think that's the same kind of like in the wrestling vein, like it's, oh, there's always that like idea of like acting, comedy, stand up, uh, all these things that are in sports, all these things that are incorporated and rolled up to become like a really good professional wrestler. Exactly. So I think it's super cool that once you start like building a brand or having some sort of like a following that you can kind of branch off into these other, uh, avenues and like really expand like who you are and what you want to become, which I think is really cool. I just wanted like a nice little night. No, it's cool. It's nice. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Because <clears throat> I did a little bit of theater when I was in middle school. Mm-hmm. I very much enjoyed it, and I took theater classes in high school. Didn't didn't do any. Didn't have time to do any of the plays because they're always after school. <clears throat> and that's why I was doing baseball. But I attended the theater classes, which I thought were great. Yeah. Um, and then once I was done playing baseball, I did. Uh, I took a few acting classes. I thought it would help me with my wrestling. It just did. It got me out of my comfort zone, helped me with like promos and starting out just being uncomfortable, uh, being comfortable with being uncomfortable in situations, which is a lot when you're a new wrestler. Yeah. Um, but the best thing I ever did was for sure was take eight weeks of improv at the Dallas Comedy House. Because that's like, you're just like thrown in the deep end. Yep. And the big thing with improv is that you can't say, you can't say no. Yeah. You just got to keep going. Everything. Yes and, yes and, yes and. And that's a lot of like, you know, with pro wrestling, especially if you're calling a match on the fly and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, I think you should do a class. Yeah, no, I'm going to. Uh, Big Connor, Connor Jones. Yeah, we love Connor. Connor. Connor's Connor, hope you're watching. If you don't listen to the show, Connor, we're not going to any more improv shows. <laughs> uh, Connor and I are going to take take a class at the Stomping Grounds. Stomping Grounds. I think it's just like a five or six week course. Yeah. Uh, my other friend, Charlie, who I ride with, is probably going to take it with us. Nice. Yeah. We, uh, me, Ryan... And Connor went to an improv show yep. at the Stomping Ground, right? Yep, Stomping Ground. Um, it's off Oakland in Dallas. Uh, recommend anyone going. It's a very, very nice show. Very good. But Connor's roommate uh, is the comedian, right? Yeah, he's Robert. Cotton. Yeah. His name's Cotton. Yeah, Cotton Hensley. Cotton I think that's Hensley. his like, 
Twitter handle. Sweet. So. It was really, really funny. It was really, really funny. funny. dude. had tons of fun. It was awesome. Yeah. I recommend anyone going to one of those improv shows because there's a lot of like, a lot of like, if you're wrestling fans out there, you've been to indie shows probably. There's a lot of crowd participation, right? You feel close. You feel close-knit. You can talk to the wrestlers after the show and stuff. It's very much similar to the Stomping Ground, the comedy show that we went to because um, they asked the fans for like participation, for giving some hints for like what they're going to talk about. Even one fan got to go to on stage and basically get interviewed by a bunch of the uh, improvers. I don't know. What do you say? Yeah. Uh, in the group we call the troop. In the, of the troop? The troop, yeah. Uh, which is really cool. Um, but it's like an hour, an hour and 30 minutes and just like straight comedy. And it's like yeah. $10 a ticket. So it's like a totally worth it. good bang for your buck. Lots of fun. Uh, yeah, it's a really easy night out. And they sell alcohol too, which is good because, you know. <laughs> I'm thinking of that one joke that that lady made that was really funny. Um, Which one? She was a she was a really funny woman. She made a she made a bunch of jokes all night, but she was part of the uh, she like was talking about millennials, and she was in that like she was pretending to be a male in the like male dominated. Oh, the group, group. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, she said something about what she say. Do you remember exactly? Oh, I can't. Something about like was it even though like I'm a guy like sometimes I have feelings. <laughs> yeah, something about like. Is it, is it okay? Like, like sometimes I feel sad. Basically, I yeah. can't remember. Basically, poking fun at how ridiculous toxic masculinity yeah. is. Uh, and how some people are frowned upon for being vulnerable and showing weakness. Um, and obviously, that's a very serious subject. Yeah, yeah, Something I care a lot about. But in the moment, obviously, I think it's very funny. And it, uh, it, comics have like a very... Uh, like, I think laughing about something really um invokes deeper thinking on it later on yeah if you like really laughed on a subject like i think that's where comics are so brilliant because they can like speak on these subjects that are extremely important sensitive topics but they they can do it in such a way where it, it gets a laugh but it also invokes some sort of change and response and deeper thinking later on like what we're doing right now with this lady obviously that's something that what she talked about was something i talk about and think about all the time uh, but we're still talking about it, which is very important. Yeah. Uh, but what the way she went about it was very funny, and I appreciate humor. <laughs> yeah. So you're gonna do stand up or what? I want to. I have an idea too. Like I have a like on my phone. I have like the notes of just different ideas that I've written down over the last few years. Of just like. Just a whole lot of a stuff. whole bunch of different things you can't really like, see but I'm scrolling through there's a yeah. lot he's got one hour of Netflix <laughs> I don't, I, dude I would think that's maybe like 15-20 minutes honestly you know what's really funny is that uh, you know my boy Wheeler Yuta yeah yeah, yeah I mean, you've never you you know, met him I know when I showed up at your place when you lived in Philly like he wasn't there oh yeah and then he didn't go to the baseball game with us yeah sad but um, Wheeler Yuta loves professional wrestling more than anything else but he, beside, if, I, if, if you take professional wrestling out of the equation, yeah, yeah. my guy, Wheeler Yuta, wants nothing other than to be a rapper and a stand-up comedian. <laughs> That's awesome. It's hilarious. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be a rapper because I know I'd be garbage at it. He? But that's awesome. Yeah. He, he yeah, he's going to do it. I hope he, he does. He's going to do it. He's going to be a rapper and a stand-up comedian and obviously still be a professional wrestler. Put it all in one, dude. Yeah, it's awesome. Wheeler, I know you're listening to this, so don't don't let me down, man. I believe in you. I do too. I have faith in you. 
And because of you, the lady at Vitamin Shop recognized me because of your hard work from Philadelphia. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for your diligence. Okay? And go do that same thing. Go to open mic night. Use. Or do it in front of the Beyond crowd. They'll love you. They're very nice people. Talking to him like he's listening. Anyways. What else do you, what else do you, what else are you interested in? Um, like out of other things that like I do or like want to do, like that's it. Like there's other things that probably like interest me that I like. Yeah, yeah. But, I don't know. I would like to like, it's the same vein as acting, but like voice acting. I would really like to like write an animated show. Because like, over the last six years, like Bojack Horseman has become my favorite show. You love it. Of all time. And it just ended. Like, and that's how I finally realized like, oh, this is my favorite show. Oh. Yeah, it was like, oh, now it's gone. Like, I'm like, I'm upset <laughs> it's done. Mm. But it's, it's a really funny show. It's one of those, it deals with a lot of, like, like mental health issues and other, like, social issues that are going on in a really, like, like you're, like you're talking about the comedy that makes you think deeper. Yeah. In a really, like, smart way. In such a like, brilliant manner. Yeah. Such a brilliant manner. And I, that's why I love comedy. Like, if I did it, because, like, you know, I deal with depression a lot. Like, I, I make a lot of self-deprecating jokes anyway, as you know. Yes. So, <laughs> you do. Jackson doesn't like it, but it's, right. it helps me like hope. It's just my yeah. thing. So I mean, like, I don't like when my friends put themselves down, especially yeah, yeah. because the way you talk to yourself is extremely important. But if it's one of the ways you cope, yeah, it's just my kind of thing. And I think like if I did the stand up, like I would have things like that. Maybe like some keeps like some kind of thing keep going back. To, like I don't know why you're here, garbage. Like something like that. Yeah, because I think that's fine. Like I'll say I'll say that stuff all the time. Yeah, people like I'll find out people like me, and I'm like I don't know why. Like, I'm garbage <laughs> it's just a constant joke I make is it a joke yeah well I like you oh thanks I don't know why I'm garbage I mean sometimes you smell like garbage alright dude <laughs> personal hygiene attack whatever dude even I'm the one who uh, I shower all the time even though I'm the one who pooped their pants during this talk show podcast thank you thing. <laughs> it's okay I had a busy day today alright no dude it's cool I had a busy day man I talked to the I was at Tyson Middle School. Tyson, right? In Weatherford, Texas. Ooh. Speaking to the health classes about the importance of mental health. It's awesome. And trying to get the kids' students, the kids' students, or just the students' <laughs> perspective on how to stop bullying in schools and cyberbullying. It's a real thing now. Yeah, no, it was, it was a thing when I was in high school. And screen time. Talking to them about screen time. Oof. When did, when did you get a cell phone? Dude, I got a cell phone on, I turned, I think, 12. It was like one of the, it was like a flip phone. I had a flip phone. What year was that? Dude, I don't know. Let me think. When I had to do math for some reason, because I can't just do it in my head. 2008. 2008. Okay. Wow. You got a cell phone before me. Really? So, I didn't, I didn't drive. I didn't drive, start driving until my junior year of high school, when mm-hmm. I was 16. I was a late bloomer. So my mom drove me everywhere before that. Yeah. And I didn't really have a lot of friends in high school, so I didn't really like need to go hang out with anyone. If I did, my buddy Evan uh, had a car super early because he like turned 16 like super early. Okay. So he would uh, he would drive me around if we ever needed it. But sadly, we had like a little falling out um, over a girl, which was yeah. terrible because, yeah, huge misunderstanding. Anyways, Evan was a really good homeboy until he wasn't. Except <laughs> <laughs> until he wasn't. Uh, but we've reconnected. We've reconnected now and everything, so we're good. But uh, good. yeah, holding grudges is bad. It's a bad move. Anyways, so basically, the moral of the story is that I, I didn't need a I didn't need a phone. 
Yeah. I didn't feel the need to. I wasn't texting anyone. Okay. And also, like, wasn't in, like, that... Like, my sister had one, I think, but she was, like, obviously, she was a couple years older at that point. Like, she was in, like, her first year of college. Mm. And so, I, I mean, I didn't need one. I was like, whatever. But when I got a car and started driving and doing things, going to practice and stuff on my own, my mom was like, hey, you don't need a phone. She was like, all right. She gave me, like, a nice little phone. Mm-hmm. So, the first time I got a phone it was in 2009. Okay. As a junior in high school. Yeah. And then that same year, this is a pretty funny story. <laughs> that same year, I'm a junior in high school. I'm in theater class. And now I got a phone. But mind you, I have uh, no data. Yes. Only a certain amount of texts per month. And oh, so super old school. A limited call. Because yeah. basically, I was only calling my parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an emergency happened. Otherwise, it was in my pocket and I was driving myself everywhere. <clears throat> but I started, uh, started like kind of hanging out with this girl, only in class. Her name's Christy. In class, my junior year of uh, in theater class, and we started hanging out. Not hanging out, started talking. She gave me her phone number. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, yeah. So we started texting. Started texting. Started texting for like two, three weeks, just only texting, talking in class, and feeling yep. like this is going somewhere. I'm like, yo, hitting my stride, bro. Mm-hmm. Hitting my stride. One day I come home from school, my dad comes up to me and he goes, Got the phone, bro. <laughs> Dude. I said, Yeah, what's up? He said, Who are you texting so much? <laughs> I was like, What do you what do you mean? No, I... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Damn. He's like, Yeah, you're done. No, he said you're done. You you can't text anymore, you only get phone calls. I said, Alright. Mm-hmm. Well. So when I went and saw Christy, I just like stopped. I didn't, so I saw her that day. Yeah, yeah, The next day in class, we like chopped it up a bit, whatever. Yeah. And then I feel like she texted me a lot, but I never responded, never got them, didn't know what happened. And then I didn't have the courage to go up to her just after the weekend and be like, yo, this is what happened. Just never spoke to her again. <laughs> <laughs> no words were ever exchanged between her and I again. Come on, man. Not one. Oh my god, killing it! I think her like one of her friends came up to me and was like, "Oh, I just stopped talking to Ashley." And I explained it, or Christy, and I like <laughs> explained it to her. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, still never solved the problem, Nothing. and then I never spoke to her again. <laughs> Crushed it, bro. <sighs> Damn. You hear another funny story? Yeah, sure, go. So now I'm in, I'm in my, I think I'm in my sophomore year of high school. All right. And so I don't have a car at this point. I'm rolling around with my boy Evan. No car, no phone. No car, no phone. Evan. No car, no right. phone with my boy Evan. Obviously, again in theater class, because this is where I got all, out yeah. all my energy. Up yeah, there. apparently. And I was talking to this other girl. And she got Evan's phone number, because I didn't have a phone. She got Evan's phone number, texted Evan one day. And it was like, hey, I'd like to watch a movie with Aaron. Yeah, I was Aaron in high school. <laughs> He's not, not Aaron anymore. No, no, sir. No, I'm not. Oh, this episode of Jackson talks, everybody. It's great. It's an awesome episode. Anyways, so homegirl texts Evan and says, hey, I'd like to watch a movie with Aaron. Me. Jackson Stone, one and only. Everybody. And so Evan's pumped, dude. Yeah. Comes over to my house, drives over. He's like, yo, we gotta go. You got a date. I said, what? <laughs> I said, what? I got a date. I said, oh, I, what do I put on? My best pair of sweats or what's happening? My John Cena shirt? Let's go. 
through that through that guy on. Did you actually yeah. see the shirt? Yes. Adam drives me over. Get to her house. Yep. Knock on the door. Okay. So I'm here. What do we do this? I didn't say anything about it. I was like, oh my god, what do we do? Are we watch a movie? Like, what do we do? <laughs> so we walk up, we go up the stairs, sit down. She's like right where you are. Yes. I'm right here. Evan is over here on this couch because he wasn't allowed to leave me there. Stop, bro. This exact stop. setup. Yeah, I get it. You can stop. I was like, right. I was like, I was doing one of these hoverboards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because you, you're too afraid to touch her at this point. And I was like, mm, can I just, mm. and then I did one of these boys. <laughs> And then I think maybe by like a, like when the credits rolled on the film, I said, "Put a right hand on her knee." Hot fire. I mean, that's your left hand. I mean, left hand on her knee. Hot fire. And then I said, "Evan, we gotta go." <laughs> <laughs> and then Evan took me home. Never talked to her again. Crushed it. <laughs> killing it, dude. You're killing it. So that's a couple of stories about me. Yeah, the great stories. And then. uh and then uh, December of my junior year of high school, I got my surgery on my ears. Got those mofos pinned back. Came back. Still didn't talk to girls. <laughs> Senior year. Still didn't talk to girls. Went to college. Found alcohol. Talked to a few girls. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're here. Um, so yeah, most of my entire life. Detox girls. <laughs> for me. So I'm going to put this out there for everyone listening. Please. My handsome. This is me. Funny. Me. It's got to be me. Um, very good human being of a friend. Yes. Ryan. Real last name Remington. Yep. Real. 100%. <laughs> uh, is very attracted to Asian women. Yes. And would like to go on a date with all of them. Mm-hmm. So if you're out there listening. And you're into average looking white dudes. With really nice hair and a well-groomed beard. Yeah. DM slide. Hit me up, dude. Or like a photo. Yeah, something. Let me know you're there. And I'll be like, you like it? Please actually just, just slide my DMs because I don't I don't know how to shoot my shot at all. Like that's not a that's the thing I don't know. Yeah. But you can like it and I'll sit there and wonder for a while, like, should I message this girl? And then I'll just like it won't happen. I'll let, I'll I'll make him do it. <clears throat> I just told you. My deepest, darkest stories from high school. Yeah. They're not really that deep or dark. They're just, <laughs> they're just pretty funny, I think. <laughs> Look at me now. I don't, I don't have, like, I don't have a whole lot of, like, bad date uh, ones because I didn't go on any dates. I went on one. You saw it. Evan was with me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one of, dude, one of, so, yeah, I had one in middle school. There was this girl. That, middle school? Yeah. This girl I liked. We wanted to go see a movie. It was Avatar mm. at the time. Came out. And we're like, let's go watch this movie. And we're in middle school, obviously. She was like, my parents will take us. I'm like, cool, like, whatever. And I text her, I'm like, hey, are, you, like, your, are your parents going to sit with us? Because like, I'm like, that'd be super weird because they were going to watch the movie too. And she just says, no. I was like, cool. And then immediately it was like, why do you want them to? And I was like, no. Like, no, 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 that's not, that's not how this works. I don't, I don't. So yeah, and then it was super just like, I don't know, I think we were in seventh or eighth grade, like super awkward, just sitting there. We get in there to watch this movie. Super long movie. 
Oh my god, it's so long. Um, parents are a few like rows above us. Obviously, they're they're just watching us the entire time. In hindsight, but they weren't watching that dumb movie. <laughs> Did you like Avatar? I didn't. I I've actually never seen that. Fan. Never seen the film. It's at this point. There's no. There's no reason to. Never it's, seen it. We're sitting here, and I'm very awkwardly just like I don't. I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. It's this weird like arms here. I think at one point I asked like, can 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 I hold your hand? Hell yeah. Yeah, and I think she's and she said yes. I remember I remember holding her hand, but then like. Like we were what a boss move, boss bro. move. Asking for consent. Yeah, I'm respectful. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. And uh, yeah, and then it was cool. We were talking for a week, and then she was like, "Hey, uh, breaking up with you." I was like, "We were dating." So what a win for you. <laughs> That's how that went. What a win for you. I had a girlfriend, and she broke up with me. Yeah, it was awesome. And then, nice. we, then we ended up actually dating in high school. That had been way worse that time. Oh, terrible. Well. well do not need to speak on that. No, no, because this one's actually really funny. So this is this is one of my all of all of like the people, all of my relationships have ended like terribly, but kind of funny at the same time. So this one was my she was like my first like actual real girlfriend. And I say that like I've never had a relationship last a year. So okay. anyways, we were for it was a few months and it's just been we're talking, we're hanging out, you know, dating, blah blah blah. And um, I think she has her license. I don't. We're sophomores. So she's like the one driving me around doing all this stuff. And she's like, hey, my parents are going to go like, we have this RV. We're going to go to a lake and camp. And I was like, oh, I hate camping. I do. But I was like, but I like you. Yeah, sure. I'll go. So you do it. Yeah. It's sort of cool. Like, I'll go and do it. I'm thinking, you know, I tell my parents like, oh, that's cool. You'd be gone for the weekend. Come back. It's cool. Um, they come. They pick me up. And they're talking to my parents, like, yeah, we'll be gone for six days. Oh, Jesus. Camping at a lake. Bro, I don't know what to do at a lake for, for more than one day. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm not a big outdoorsy guy. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I was like, I don't know what we're doing. And I was like, oh, my God. Six whole days of my life with my girlfriend and her parents in this cramped RV. And I got to sleep in this little tiny, like, pull-out bed. Um... That was the couch, and the dad, her dad slept like next to me on another pullout bed. Oh, her and her mom slept in the bed. What a vibe, bro! What a vibe, bro! It and like we're, I'm trying so to say there was no hoochie coochie. Nothing, nothing happened. No hoochie coochie. Yeah. Um, we're hanging out. I'm trying to have as much fun as I can. And finally, my date, like day three, I'm just, I'm like, dude, I want to be home. You're done. I'm homesick. And at this point, like, I don't even know that I'm struggling with depression, but I'm so depressed. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be there. And I'm trying to have fun and do all these things, but, like, I can't even, like, get up and go do things. Yeah. I'll hang out by the campfire, make some s'mores, watch a movie. And every now and then, she's just like, are you okay? Well, so I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of want to be home. You know, and it's all whatever. We finally get home. Uh, she says goodbye to me. And I get home. And I'm just sitting at home. I'm tired. Just sitting there with my parents. An hour later, I get a text. Ooh. Well, texty. Ooh. Says, uh, hey, we need to talk. You know, those mean something. <laughs> those texts mean something. Bro. So I'm like, okay, uh, is something wrong? And she says, kinda. So I'm like, all right, uh, do you want me to call you? Do you want me to meet you? Like, I don't know what's going on here. She doesn't reply to me. It's like 12 o'clock in the afternoon. She doesn't reply to me. Nine o'clock that night, she calls me. 
Who's that? She wasn't alone. She put me on speaker with three of her friends. What? And proceeded to tell me everything that I did wrong while on the camping trip. Oh, sweet lord. It was a great time. You I were a sophomore in high school? Yeah. Oh tell my me, god, we're supposed to be a relationship expert? <laughs> tell me everything I did wrong, what the issue was, all this stuff. And I'm just like, what? And her friends are like, do you want this relationship to work? And I'm like, I, I don't know. Like, I don't even know what I want for breakfast tomorrow. Like, Am I dating all three of you? <laughs> like, what's happening? Is there hoochie coochie all around? <laughs> <laughs> Bro. <laughs> It was, it was, so the answer was enough to that, right? Dude, I was like, oh my god. And for some reason, I was like, I think the worst part was the girl that asked me that is the girl I was actually really good friends with, the one I actually wanted to date. Uh, yeah. So there's the zinger. It's cool. They'll never watch this. <laughs> I think you should DM her. I should, even though she's married now. Oh, don't, don't do it then. <laughs> but yeah, be no, for some reason, I decided I would try to make it work. And we, like, the next day, I go and hang out with her. And we're doing stuff, and, and not doing stuff. We're like watching movies. One of not doing stuff, but one, doing stuff. One of the friends that was on the phone was there with us. It was super awkward. Oh, you had an Evan situation. <laughs> So, and finally, like, I'm like, this isn't, this isn't working out. Like, that day, and I'm like, and I text her, I'm like, hey, can we meet up and talk, like, tomorrow or something? And she says, no. And I was like, why not? What are you going to say? I was like, can I call you? She said, no. And I tried to call her three times, and she wouldn't answer my phone calls, and she wouldn't meet up with me. This, and I felt so terrible. She made me break up with her over a text message. <sighs> That's tough. Yeah, I didn't That's like tough. it. Young love, you know, young love. <laughs> So there, there's, there's my, there's my fun dates. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I laughed it quite a bit during that story, but uh, that's so funny. Just how like, <laughs> like this goes to show you how much people. Like, do you talk to her now? Uh, no, her, you know, no. She she held like a super big grudge on me for a while in high school and finally senior year. Um, so this is with it was speech class in junior year. And we're, I was doing a speech on the Dallas Cowboys. I love the Cowboys. Grew up loving them. I knew a lot about them. Mm-hmm. Didn't even have to do much research. Um, and I say something, and I don't know how this text how this text got to me. But it was between her and another friend who absolutely hates me. Oof. And it was it was saying things like, uh, if if the Cowboys had like a vagina, I'd marry them, and all these things. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, and in my head, I'm like, uh, yeah, I would, bro. That'd be great. I'd be a million, like a billionaire. I'd kick Jerry right the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't upset. I ended up showing. I ended up showing it, laughing to the girl that I had the crush on. Yeah. Uh, because also because I knew that she'd get mad at her. It's like saying, and, "If you love it so much, why don't you marry it?" Yeah, that's what if it was. If you love it so much, why don't you marry it? But, <laughs> I used to love it. So. But then finally, like she got, she ended up getting over it. And, like senior year, this is after prom. Yeah. Me, other friends, and her. And her boyfriend, who was my friend at the time, all come back to my house. And she asked me if I hold grudges. And I was like, dude, you're you're in like my parents' house. <laughs> like if I held grudges, you wouldn't be here. Yeah. So no, I don't hold grudges. Except for one person that was a terrible person. No other ones. Okay. You know, holding grudges mm-hmm. is like Injecting poison in your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not to hurt you. Okay. 
You can find that uh, Stop. on my Twitter. And other inspirational, <laughs> motivational things. Follow me at Jacksonstone underscore. Bud Light, the official, unofficial sponsor of Jackson Talks, everybody. <laughs> pour it in a red solo cup. Don't pour it. Or Don't pour it. drink it from the can. Drink responsibly. <laughs> wow, I think this has been a great episode. It has. I think we should wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, finish the rest of our one, two pounds of meat. Our two pounds of meat. That we ordered from Dickie's Barbecue Pit before we uh, started filming this classic, classic. episode. Um, uh, Jackson Talks, everybody. Next time we'll bring Ryan, we'll, we'll bring Ryan back. We'll also bring Tommy back so we can show you his exquisite beard. It's great. His blossoming personality. And uh, what he thinks about uh, professional hockey as a whole. Yep. Well, thanks for coming on, dude. Thank you. Um, yeah, thanks for everyone for watching. Like, like, subscribe, comment below, or don't like whatever. Follow both of us. But follow yeah, everything. Thanks. Yeah. Um, um, and uh, I love you all. Be well. Cheers.